1: I Yeah, I think I'm just gonna redo my entire bathroom this afternoon. You have any experience? Uh, yeah. Last week I put in a shower curtain rod, so I think I'm fine. Hey, yeah, I was just looking to redo my bathroom. Sir, this is electrical. Yeah, no, I knew that. No, I. Yeah, I know this is. Yeah, I knew that. I was just checking here first, just to make sure. Piping. You know what? I don't think we do this part. It's kind of like a call before you dig type program. Yeah, the city comes out for this. Hey, yeah, I'm looking for a five-eighths. Five-eighths? What? I don't know. Everyone just keeps saying fractions around here. I have no idea. No, I don't think I need any help. I'm just redoing my bathroom this afternoon. What type of supplies you Need. I don't know. I, wood? Hammer? Nails? What kind of wood are you looking for? How many kinds of wood could there be? <laughs> oh these look good for sinks. Sir that's a kitchen sink. Okay no yeah no that's what I'm, I meant. No I'll put a kitchen sink in my bathroom so what? Actually you know what I'm a guy I don't even need a bathroom okay I'll just go outside. Actually you know what give me one of these orange buckets I'll just use this. You're
0: listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast with your hosts, LC and
2: Baco, two guys who definitely have something to apologize for.
3: Down to the gums, give me some I'm gonna chew it up,
2: spit it out of you
3: Taste is all you need, you never plant the seed Never growing up, always falling in love You can drive my car, it really isn't hard Expectations are the death of me So if you get your way with no one else to blame I'll be sticking out, you get out of way And not Your empathy's away, you can tell yourself. You can be this way. Your blood from Welcome us
0: to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and I am joined by the utilitarian Elsie out in Denver, Colorado. How are you, Elsie? I am excellent. Thank you for asking. I am
4: feeling uh, more useful or practical rather than attractive, per the definition of of that uh, that nice word that you used just now.
0: Nice. Uh, what's going on?
4: Oh, you know, I just woke up found out the dryer does not uh does not have any heat so that's my day As my day is already unfolded where where is my day going to take me it's going to take me to home depot and find a heating element i think what do you think
0: i think that the moment you found out that you had some kind of like uh at home uh do it yourself uh project the first thing you did that you thought would be the most helpful, helpful was look up uh synonyms for handy i did and <laughs> took a bit damn it this is what down. i'm going to be doing today what's another word for handy yeah <laughs> honey Get me the internet,
4: right? And and I was thinking, like, I think that if there is a word that describes all podcasters, I think that we are all designed to be more useful and practical than, than attractive. What mm, say you?
0: Yeah, it's a it's a commonality. I mean, I wouldn't say it about myself because you know every day I just I, I I spend more time looking in the mirror than the day before. You know, it doesn't suck.
4: That is true. I was like, you know. With that said, wouldn't it be great if there was like <coughs> Tinder? Tinder. Oh, geez. I'm fucking Christ. Brad Pitt. Remember?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, that's right. You are Brad Pitt, and I'm I'm, I'm Ben Affleck. <laughs> Is Affleck? Affleck? a, fleck, a, flack, a fluke? Mm. Wait, how 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 do you say it? I say Affleck.
0: Ben Affleck. Yeah. All right. Act like a duck.
4: Yeah. Exactly. That's where I, I think that's where I slip. But uh, but yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I was thinking, what would an, an app look like? for podcasters just podcasters looking looking to get up together with other with other podcasters like a dating site yeah like tinder 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 for podcasters i have a name for it mm. go on. go let's what is it well instead of swiping left and right it's swipe. when you find one you like you swipe up and it looks like a murphy bed and it just folds folds in half and then boom mm. you're connected what do you think <laughs>
0: It's a utilitarian viewpoint. I think I'm starting to regret ever bringing in the Murphy bit into this program. Uh, uh, So so is our audience. Yeah. (laughs) My God, uh, there's not a joke I've written that uh, you haven't loved beating to the death. Uh, No. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a joke that you've beaten to the ground.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So we can either either make your own. Uh, It's called Swipe Up or just Murphy.
0: Murphy. I think what it does is, like, uh, it, uh, it shows a picture of you taking anything that you want from from the person. <laughs> Look, all I know is that
4: it's, it's, it's really entered my life. I mean, we actually went, uh, I think I mentioned this, we've been looking for a home, and I actually went to one, and we did a walkthrough. The whole home was terrible, except there was two Murphy beds in this place, two of the bedrooms. I'm almost like, I think we need to buy this place. Yeah, this all sucks. Wait destiny. a second.
0: Hold on. Did not see the what? Murphy beds. So All right. What? What well, that that doesn't that goes against the joke though. That's a home that you're moving into with your wife. The whole I bit with know. the Murphy bed is that it's in an efficiency apartment that you move into after your wife divorces you for podcasting too much. Uh, again, like you said, I I beat the joke to death and I don't understand it. So those yeah. are the two <laughs> things that are consistent. <laughs> I have
4: remember that's my role.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Miss the joke and then take it and misuse it. <laughs>
4: So anyway, we're we're off to a great start. So uh, jerk how are socks. you doing, your end?
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Let's do, let's do a whole bit on that. I am so pissed off at Pods and Sods for stealing that from Dude, me, motherfucker. Yeah, it was pretty tragic, but
3: uh... <laughs> you know,
4: sometimes you just gotta let let the universe, you know, continue as on the path that's gonna go.
0: Well, I, I wish you well. I, I'm I'm positive you can uh, handle this. Uh, this uh home improvement project i i think though you, there's a good chance you might be having a dryer delivered to your house later today <laughs>
4: <laughs> after being electrocuted and
0: uh and uh,
4: having identity identity theft for some kind of speed app speed uh, delivery app because the, i don't go is to there stores there's some kind of
0: app that'll help you fix your dryer
4: yeah uh, so hand, handy h h c handy cannon
0: uh, so let's go! I,
2: I wish oh, you, you, well. you, right? you, you
0: You know what? Uh, I'm going to be positive on this this Super Sunday. Uh, you you oh, got Oh my God! I didn't even think about that. You got Damn this, man. LC. So yeah, who all you got right. in the game? uh by, by the time this comes out, you will either look like a genius or an idiot. Uh, the Penguins by six. Right on. That's uh, I, I asked uh, BJ that question yesterday, and he's like, "Who's playing?" <laughs>
4: No, but we are going to this uh, friend of ours where the oh, of course they're, you they're, are.
0: There is nothing worse than a Super Bowl party. People shushing you during commercials, shush, shush, <laughs> shush, and then they're up in front of the fucking TV during the game talking and talking. Yeah, fucking Super Bowl party is is equals people who don't want to watch the game. Well, R- rant over. That's,
4: are, you, are you done? Yeah. Okay. Well, th- this one is is one where the uh, the son really hates Tom Brady. <laughs> he's like a he's like a twelve year old kid. Somehow he's he's built up this hatred uh, more than you know the internet has.
0: Well, hopefully and, he doesn't like, like hearing what they talk about during the game because people will be talking if it's a Super Bowl party. Uh, anyway, he's uh, it, it'll be a very interesting time.
4: Mel. uh and uh, yeah, it's 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 a family that we've been around, so we're not you know. Spreading the COVID love anywhere. (laughs)
0: Spin it however you uh, want, asshole. uh, Okay, all right, let's let's, let's go forward. Jesus. Um, Anyway, well, Rock and Pod was officially announced this uh, this past week, uh, August sixth through the eighth, back in Nashville. Tennessee, some of the early guests oh, yeah. are, are kind of the, uh, the 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 ones that we've kind of seen, you know, at the in the past. I saw Gary Corbett's back, uh, Ron Keel's coming back, um, uh, the Walter Egan, the guy who wrote uh, Magnet and Steel, is going to be there. So I, I think he was scheduled to be at one prior, but couldn't make it. Um, but anyway, uh, more guests to be coming and all that stuff. Uh, if you go to rockandpod.com, dot um, and I suppose should we spell that out like R O C K? The letter n p o d dot com and uh, but yeah if you just Google Rock and Pod uh, the, Nashville yeah Nashville uh, you, you get all the the details you need there, there's pages on Facebook you can find a link on our our Facebook page too by the way uh, um, we we shared that just recently
4: yeah no I mean it's it, it just remember when you're Googling though just make sure it's Rock and Pod Nashville if you do Rock and Pod
0: Fort Wayne you're still gonna find Gary Corbett's there but it's not the right one. <laughs> Oh man, Gary Corbett is a professional rock and potter.
4: <laughs> he just goes anything that says rock and pot. He's there.
2: so yeah, but, uh, yeah.
4: but Don Jam- John Jamison is going to be there. You you broke right, that news right. last year, mm-hmm. and then then COVID took away
0: his, his yeah. Appearance. As officially broke on this show, Don Jamison is going to be there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> a year ago, yeah, and then it was canceled. But yeah, yes. Rock and Pod twenty twenty one. Looking
4: forward to it. What's, what's interesting is is unplanned. I go to every other one of these Rockin' Pods. COVID pushed it for for a year, and uh, I am feening for it, man. I've, I have yet to do get the the flow of going there two years in a row. So I am hoping this one hits, and then it's next year, next year, next year, next year. So we had a blast, and and if I I just took a quick look, it's is it the same location? No, I believe, it the, it's
0: a, I believe it's a different hotel. That's uh, what I was a little confused about. It's not was... far from the other one. If, I, if, if I'm not an expert on the geography layout, geographical layout of, of Nashville. So but my, my understanding, mainly through a conversation with Chris from last year, <laughs> uh, that it is near the other hotel, but it's not the same one.
4: And for those that possibly may be new to listen to the show that come on for a couple of the, the episodes, be it The Grunge or otherwise, uh, you want to give a quick synopsis about what the hell this thing is?
3: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, interested.
0: I guess we did kind of. I'm, i I was going under the assumption, like almost acting right. as if everybody right, knew. Right. No, Rock and Pod is a is a, a basically a podcaster convention that uh, uh, Chris Sinzak of Decibel Geek hosts, puts on every year. Um, he invites all sorts of guests. We've 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 covered every year of it, and and had really great interviews with people. I don't know Troy Lucchetta from Tesla, Michael Sweet from Striper, um, Tony Harnell, uh, Ron Keel, of course. Um, just all sorts of fun activities. Plus, you you know, you get to interact with the, all these people. He also lines up some of the best vinyl vendors. Um, that I've ever been in one room for. You know what I mean? I've I, I've gone to record conventions here. In, in the metro area here in the Twin Cities. And they typically, you really got to scour for the rock and metal because it's a mix of everything. Chris uh, gets vendors that seem to be curated for the audience there. It is largely, you know, rock, hard rock and and heavy metal from all these vendors. You know, uh, more Kiss Vinyl than I've ever seen. Uh, too bad I already have pretty much the bulk of what I would buy on Kiss Vinyl as it is, but I could have knocked it all out in one day there. Um but yeah all sorts of cool stuff plus you get to hang out with you and me guys like us um mm-hmm. uh although I've been told people are intimidated cuz they feel we're unapproachable but uh, uh don't don't believe the hype uh <laughs> <Who> said that sunny <laughs> Poonie. okay uh, but you know we you know, we we got. The, I mean that's, we, that's we how i really Looking been like just, some, we want someone to punch us in the face. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's how I've always been described. But at Rock and
4: Pod, I think that I think that I'm unapproachable. You are the man. man yeah, of the
0: yes, I guess if that's my role Yes, I am out there. I am with the people. Uh, but yeah, no, you get to actually and and this is the cool thing is that like while there are like some kind of a paid meet and greets if you want kind of that that next level package with some of the the people that, the guests that will be there um, for the most part they are milling around and and hanging out like you know i mean if you go have lunch somewhere in the hotel you might run into one of them there i mean you just see him walking in the hallway or whatever i mean i shared an uncomfortable elevator ride with tony harnell michael sweet and their uh female companions it was just the five of us like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> I'm all drunk. And, uh, uh, you know, we had, no we had, I had talked to both of them earlier in the day when uh, we were all well. Uh, but, yeah, that's when I, you know, because as I want to do with these things, I want to have a cob salad at one in the morning, not have like a a, a dinner uh, with, with my co-host at five or six.
4: Yeah, of course not. That's so that's when so I was boring. coming back with nice. my cob salad. Yeah.
0: Okay, you're coming back with your Cobb. Yeah,
4: I'm just them. saying, like, these hey. guys
0: are everywhere, man. You bump into them all the time. All these guys, it's just a different environment. People are just very chill. All the sure. podcasters, all the guests. Um, the only person that really seems to be having a horrible time is Chris. Um. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Every time, it's like, He's why that great? Until
0: like, basically, they clean up, and uh, he sees uh, the bottom line, and he, he tends to relax a little bit. Yeah. No, I, I hope he has for a, about I a think- week, and then he announces like the new artwork for the next year's rock. <laughs> <laughs>
3: down Intimidation, and you can get so loud that information. Change the station. I'm supposed to care, supposed to wonder why.
0: It's been a a decent week for some uh new rock music. Uh don't tell Gene Simmons, but um mm-hmm. we some Alice Cooper dropped a new single. Um The Lonely Ones dropped a new single and the new Foo Fighters record which was shelved for almost a year is finally out. So I don't oh, know, I that probably I, I didn't know. I, I checked all of those out. So what you didn't know that it was shelved? I did not know. Yeah, it was going to come out just before their tour that guy canceled. Oh, that makes
4: sense. Yeah. I didn't even know that was queued up for right before. So.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
4: Okay, cool. The one that I actually had the time to check out was The Lonely Ones, yeah. which, which, again, is the pretty much Boba Flex without Sean McCoy, if you're familiar yep. with them. It's it's, the, it's a four-piece instead of a five-piece, and pretty much has all the Boba Flex elements, if you like them. The, the, the yeah, saw, it, look,
0: they, they really yeah. didn't change their sound or no. take a different approach at all. They just didn't feel it was right to carry on with that name. Yeah,
4: so the the new single is called Change the Station. Your thoughts?
0: I liked it. Um, honestly, with the exception of the flash cover, which which I've talked about, I, I've liked yep. everything they've done. Um, uh, I'm really encouraged. Uh, this is just a killer tune, man. It it really is amazing how good almost everybody in this band is at singing. Uh, which I know that I talked to the guitar player last time I saw Boba Flex, and he was kind of new to the lineup at then. He says, "Yeah, that was one of the things that helped him get the gig. Is that he not only could he right. play, but dude, he could sing." So,
4: yeah, I I compare it to like an Alice in Chains. Mm, harmony yeah. kind of thing, different layers. Except that it's all four.
0: That are, yeah, that they, are go, they, they go they go three to four harmonies on almost everything they do, but uh the verse and the chorus,
4: yep. which is unique. Anyway, but the but and you've already heard a little snippet of it, snippet of it coming into this segment. Definitely check that out. But yeah, so so when they finally come out with a full album, I'm all in.
0: Yeah, but he said in your interview that they're not going to do that. So I, I yep. Um well, That's a bit of a bummer. As someone who actually likes to purchase music, Um I. I don't like buying a lot of singles. I- I'll tell you this. I have purchased three MP3s in the last week, and it's all pop music, new pop music. I'll buy one song when it's like, I'll never like every th- uh, an album worth of music from this person, but I like sure. this song. But I guarantee, you know, like something like The Lonely Ones, I'd want the whole record. What's next? What's another one you want to mention? Well, uh, Cooper has an album coming out. I don't have the release date. That's coming up in February, right? The end of February here? Yes. It's called De- It's called Detroit Stories, Yeah, and it is a story
4: that I did not want to read. I am sick of this. I just want to rant real quick for you. Okay. 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 I am sick of this whole Detroit fetish bullshit that he's doing as, a, as an old man. He lived there for a short period of time. He's in Arizona. He's This album is almost, as I understand it, completely covers... His whole stuff with Bob Ezrin. When you talk about somebody that's had been consistently, like, uh, consistently great, Bob Ezrin is not one. I don't know what's happening. He would not. He wasn't with them for a long time. Now he's with them, and they're putting out this boring old man bullshit. It's an extension of this thing called um, breadcrumbs that came out like, yeah. like uh, a year or two ago. Yeah, I bought that. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm negative about this, but I don't need to hear a Velvet Underground cover. That was one of their the ones that they put out. Um, prior to this it just it doesn't do anything for me if you're going to get together with an amazing producer like like Ezrin, um the vampire side project that didn't do anything for me either i it just didn't i mean it had all those elements that should have worked had joe perry had well (laughs) just fucking pirate johnny (laughs) well, that was an element that i needed but but it's just there's just something missing on it and that was it's this is the first release that i'm like I I didn't pre order it, and I'm a huge Cooper guy. I got everything. And I just, every single that comes out is just, eh. That's just my. I don't get it. So I'm guessing you
0: dig the new tune. No, I don't. I don't understand that. I I didn't like it either. And you you know my thoughts on covers as it is. Uh, I don't know. As far as the old man stuff, I I just think he. like he can do whatever the fuck he wants kind of like Paul Stanley with this solo station thing um the, the i think the harshest thing i can i can slam on paul for that is that like i don't recall him having very fond reaction to peter basically doing this kind of music on on his 78 solo album so i think it's kind of ironic that now he's going this way like well now it's appropriate because it's me doing it um but that said i don't i really don't give a shit it's not for me that's okay he can do what he wants and that's kind of how i feel about this um look i'll probably get this this new cooper thing but yeah i i'm not encouraged by anything so far but um whatever again the guy's earned it. He can, if this is what makes him happy, who gives a shit? And I, and I echo your sentiment on Bob Ezrin, but it might be kind of the same kind of thing. He's kind of, he's earned the right to kind of coast, you know? <laughs> and who knows, man, he's old. It's, it's harder to fucking hear everything and, and, and invest that, <laughs> invest that time. It would take, you know what I mean? To really do something like the wall or music from the elder. <laughs>
4: I'll tell you what. Here, here's what I just meant, meant by this. Is I think you, you brought up a great point. is As far as consistency, I can't think. If you can take your, your favorite producers, I think you might have nailed it on the head when you said that Brendan O'Brien is the most consistent producer out there from day one to now. The fact that he put out.
0: Well, he, get, he a, gets better. I mean, if you go back to
4: his earlier stuff. Right. Oh, fuck. There you go. Maybe that's what it is. But but however you want to look at
0: it. Yeah, for someone who's been around a while, he's still cranking out the, the top end and, stuff. Yeah,
4: and with a variety of musicians too. It's not just like all hard rock. I mean, it's Bruce Springsteen. This not, anyway, but
0: uh, yeah, Bob Rock will just cash a check nowadays. Um, there you go. You know, There's he, an Example too. You can yep. Just to uh, throw his name on a record, you know. And of course, <laughs> the, the history of uh, uh, Rick Rubin is, is well established as far as being kind yep. of a nail Perfect. it in kind of producer. But I don't know.
4: Some pe- some people have their zones where they're geniuses. But uh, anyway, so that that's my that's my uh, yeah. So eh. That's my analysis on the old uh, Coop. Yeah, and as far as another new single, um, Rob Zombie, somebody that I haven't been impressed with uh, for a long time. and, and Oh, that's right, a couple weeks it, ago. Yeah, maybe a couple weeks ago, but it's 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 Rob Zombie announces new album The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy yeah. <laughs> for March. Another great title. And the song, <laughs> the song that we featured and I hadn't heard until I listened to the episode, which I thought was was killer, was uh, The Eternal Struggles of the Howling Man.
0: Yeah, I I, I thought it was. um, I I liked it a lot, uh, but it it is kind of uh, right off of a Hellbilly, uh, Hellbilly Deluxe, um, kind of that vibe. It's almost like he's just trying to go back and and kind of do that. So it might be just a little too reminiscent. If there's a criticism, but I don't know. I thought it was killer. I thought it rocked. What was the name of the song?
4: That was, as I understand it, the Eternal Struggles of the Howling Man. Oh, but he also has, just, just I'm just going to whip these out, track seven on the album is called 18th Century Cannibals, Excitable Morlocks, and a One-Way Ticket on the Ghost Train. Boom! Take that, fallout boy.
0: There you go.
4: And Foo Fighters.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Foo Fighters dropped uh, their, their full-length album, uh, Medicine at Midnight, uh, came out on Friday here. So it'll be a, a couple about a week old by the time the episode drops. I went out, uh, this is now the, I'm trying to think, I'm pretty sure this is the first release that I've bought only on vinyl as a new release probably since I was a kid.
4: Oh, really? You've never done the pre-orders for anybody?
0: Well, I've bought vinyl, but I've also bought the CD or had a digital download or something like this. I can only listen to this in my current collection as it is on vinyl.
4: I'll, I'll, oh, it didn't come with a card. That's kind of bullshit.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we, we don't need to get into that. but uh, It's fine. It's fine. The, uh, I, I went to Target. They had the alternate cover. I just thought it was kind of neat. Um, so uh, I bought it there, and um, I don't know. Uh, I I have heard a lot of disparaging remarks before I had time to listen to it yesterday. So uh-huh. uh, I will tell you this: it it is the Foo Fighters have lost a little steam with me for the last couple of releases. So uh, I wasn't terribly jazzed about this as much as I bought it the day it came out. It's I didn't even get it out of the plastic for I don't know thirty six hours. So I like it. I I I I can't believe they led with the single shame 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 or whatever it is easily the, the worst song on the record um I, I uh it's again I, I, I wasting light to me is their peak and so everything kind of gets compared to that um it's not there but it's better than their last couple it's probably their best record since
4: I have not heard it except for the singles so I can't give an analysis on it I can tell you the singles uh, would you say that that the single is kind of like rope is one of your least favorite songs on Wasting life. Yeah, kinda absolutely. Like, yeah. Like, there's much better material on it than mm-hmm. we've heard.
0: Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I, I like rope. It's okay. But uh, it definitely did, did not make me think that I was going to get the record I got when I bought that. But I'll
4: check it out still. But it's like, but but I was kind of like, somebody posted this and it, and it kind of hit me. I was like, okay, first off, I got notifications. <laughs> I mean, because Foo Fighters have tons of money, but I've never got an actual notification on my phone saying, from Spotify saying, this album came out i'm talking about on your home screen so that's some that's some you know paid promotion or whatever however that works on their their service yeah i even with my point is even with that notification knowing things leading up i was like with this album i was like i'll get to it when i get to it don't be telling me all this stuff i'll get to it but it was one of the few times that i haven't been like hell yeah there's a foo fighter album that just came out so hopefully it brings me back in but sonic highways took me sideways Concrete Gold has had some great moments on it, but I know what you're
0: saying. Same right? producer as Concrete and Gold, which I think, oh, as far as that's interesting, sonically, I think I, I like what he does, but he definitely is a producer that clearly, and and I think that's what Dave brought him on for. He adds a lot of pop elements that I think some people have a harder time accepting with, with a band that they they really just want to rock. So like there's a na 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 part on the first song that I saw someone bitch about. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it it didn't bother me. But again, I just I don't know. I thought it was a solid record. I I just want good songs. That it doesn't necessarily have to be a certain formula. Um, but yeah, you still get the, the 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 rock music on this thing. You know, because that that song, No Son of Mine, or No uh, Wait Down a War, is the one I'm thinking of. Um, that one, you know, really doesn't kick up until the very end. But listening to it, you know, in the whole album setting, it was it was great. I, I really enjoyed it. I, but there was a lot of, like, you, you mentioned how you... I felt the same way. Like, I I really only listened to it yesterday. I was mean, like, well, I should listen to it because we're probably going to talk about it. Um, right. See, I'm actually committed to the, the research for the show. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, there's a car commercial where they show like the the dashboard, and it's the artwork for Medicine at Midnight. And this is going back like a month, right? Um, huh. And like there's like a little line at the bottom, like in the text talking about the new record and the, the release date. But the song they're playing, uh, fuck, I, it's it's fr- it's an old song. I can't remember which one it is. It might be The Pretender or something like of that year, you know. So they're featuring the art, but playing music, you know, in the commercial from an old. It's like well. We really don't want to use any of this new stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, I, I was leery, and then when I saw some of the reaction by some of our f- friends on Facebook, I was like, man, do I really want to get into this? Am I just going to hate this? Um, I did not really walk away. Concrete and gold. It, it's like it it just never connected with me um i liked sonic highways better than that and uh mm. sonic highways to me was was okay but that was more of an experiment for a their their TV show you know what i mean
4: sure yeah no i mean and and, and i'll tell you this on a positive note that that uh, i always liked wasting light but per your recommendation on our our vinyl episode i went and bought it uh, about, uh two or three months ago i love that album now and, and getting it on on an album where you got the two uh, 45. Speed, Slabs, Breaking It Up, because it's kind of a bigger album. That is, I'm not going to say it's their peak 100%, but it is definitely one of my top albums uh, from them. So that's a positive. it's so fucking good.
3: Love dies young, and there's no resuscitation. Once it's done, no regeneration. A losing game to make you play your hand against your chest. Love dies. Love dies young, and there's no reanimation once it's gone.
4: thing can we just mention one other th- one other release that came out this week that I forgot yeah what's that uh, the remake of, of Dolly Parton's uh, nine to five which is five to nine it's about a side hustle and it's uh, now apparently we're putting singles that are commercials for Super Bowl commercials in my in my release feed but, uh, <laughs> it's it's working five to nine and it's all about the struggles of doing your side hustle right after you get off work by Dolly Parton mm. great track enjoy it it only cost five million dollars to put it out there uh, for that thirty seconds you watched tonight.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, but uh, and, and since you're going to be with people, everybody shush. Commercials are on. Everybody stop talking. <laughs> is any stuff we got to concentrate on. The things that are being paid. to us. Oh uh, my lord, us. it is maddening. Yeah. Like, it, don't get me wrong, I get it, but especially in this day and age, when really all you need to do is go on YouTube and type in Super Bowl Rewash commercial, it. and you can yeah. watch them. Then um, I thought it was funny. When, you know when, what? Like a couple. It, this stuff. is this is entertainment for people that that like the. To watch the the newscasters talk about it in the morning, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. So if, if that's your cup of tea, that's fine. But get the fuck away from the TV when the game's on. Shut the fuck up when the game's on. Don't watch football with me if you plan on talking to me.
3: Fuck you, baco.
4: Uh, to me? Is that weird? To, to me.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but 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 no. I mean I mean. But the other thing that is kind of odd is like a couple of years ago they started releasing the commercials. Online yes. before the actual yeah, Super Bowl, Mike. What was the point of doing that? In doing that, then you but, know. But, I mean, just
0: uh, seriously, uh, anybody out there listening, if you ever have a chance to watch football with me, don't. Just don't. But, but
4: it doesn't sound like it, it's, it's a. a, a, good, a good it's time a miserable, at all.
0: miserable experience, especially if it's a Viking <laughs> game. Uh, I, I, as much as I, I, I'm blaming everybody else, no, it's it's me. It's it's true. I am the problem. So anyway, yeah, it's a very
4: utilitarian uh, view of football.
0: Well, it's come to my attention that you just discovered this new band, Metallica, that Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the way you described it to me is they have kind of an old school 80s thrash metal vibe.
4: They do. Yeah, it harkens back to the beginning of that movement. Um, (laughs) And uh, they got a couple couple cool releases from the the early 80s. Would you you like me to to cover those for, for this cutting edge information for our fans?
0: Yeah, why don't we get into it? I would like to mention that during the 90s, Dave Mustaine would refer to them as the M band. Oh, okay. Anyway, excellent. Well, uh, but that the fun
4: make fact makes because, but they, but they have he. There's an M in his band too.
0: Yeah, but he's not the M band. He's Megadeth. Look, I still go. I still go to the theory that
4: he named his band Megadeth because it is right before them in the music section when you actually
0: used to go to stores alphabetically. Right I, I, there. I still go to stores just for the record. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah,
4: I'm, I'm proud. You're, you're you're again a man of the people. Can I proceed, please? Yeah, sure. Show us your okay, online that purchase. <laughs> 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 That's <is> true. <laughs> anyway, so I was like, uh, so they, they announced this, this uh, that Metallica, through my favorite um, online and physical retailer, Walmart, mm. that they were reissuing all their vinyls colored, like the themed of if it's Ride the Lightning, it's electric blue. If it's Kill 'Em All, it's blood red. Stuff like that. So I thought, that's kind of cool. And, and I was like, if I'm going to get this, because I've talked about, like, do I really need Metallica, the warmth of Metallica on vinyl? But fuck it. I'm going to try it out. They're remastered. So I went and I purchased Ride the Lightning. Have you heard of this album?
3: Uh,
0: I, I remember something about it at some point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you
4: actually sat down and listened to it as an album?
0: Man, like, it, just, it, just... it's been a while. It's honestly not my favorite Metallica. Um, uh... That's fine but it, don't don't get me wrong there's some fucking bangers on that record for sure um but yeah as far as all the way through it's been at least a, a year probably more like 2 or 3 it's been much longer for me than that i mean i've
4: heard versions of this on like my live binge and purge and whatever i mean i just have not sat down and listened to the whole album for a while so yeah uh, it, and it's one of these bands i'm sure you maybe you have an example of this but sometimes you kind of forget why some of these bands are so fucking great and i and from going back to this album um i think it's a sin first to begin with for for, uh that that ride the lightning is not played every single time i the, the title track i i love and this it's just one of these things that from listening to this i was like if they had just for ride the lightning um and creeping death, I might call creeping death being their their greatest fucking song. That right
2: might
0: be my too, favorite Metallica way. tune of all time. Um,
4: wow. Okay, yeah. I thought you were gonna bust my balls or being like that. No, no. I,
0: they're, look, they're, they're like, I might be the only person on the planet that likes the song "Escape." Apparently, James Hetfield fucking hates it. Uh, I don't understand that
4: either. Let's go, let's hit that real quick. I mean, you talk about like they say. I think it's just a ploy. It's like a thing that they use in conversation. But as, as like the, the the record label tried to make us have a more accessible single, are you fucking kidding me? It was for never released as a holes. single, <laughs> right? There's that too. But them saying like for whom the bell tolls was one of their first attempts to make something that was more. I I think like they had had the the flow and stuff. But but yeah, escapes fun. If you're gonna take escapes a worse out song. Out for my goddamn. own, out to be free. Yeah, come on, that's a fun song. You're gonna. So you're not gonna play Escape Life. We're gonna play that that goddamn song on on Reload that goes na 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 na. What is that one song? They always
0: play that. Oh, uh, um, give me f- it's fuel, right? No, it's not. Fuel. <laughs> yeah, it's <that's> fuel. <laughs> that's another one. Give me fuel. No, give me fire. Give me
4: na 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 na. Yeah, with no, Marianne it's...
0: Faithful at the end of it. Fortune that's not. Fame. That's not fuel. Na 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 na
4: na 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 hey, guys, instead of doing a guitar solo, let's get this lady that used to date Mick Jagger back in the day. To
0: do, to, <laughs> Who's to do clearly hasn't music. quit smoking. No, <laughs> not at all. Just light it up uh, with this lady. Uh, but, um, but, uh back, yeah, back to Ride the Lightning. Look, I mean, Creeping Death, uh, probably, like I said, it's definitely among my favorite Metallica songs of all time. For Whom the Bell Tolls is a classic that I'm just a little bit tired of. And, yeah. and I like Escape. It's... I just don't care for like fight fire with fire. Fade to Black is a classic too. That's probably just beat to death, but I don't know. It's a great album. It's just among those like early ones. This falls behind the ride the lightning or this. Um, shit, uh, this falls behind the first record in, in Master of Puppets for me, but ahead of Injustice for All.
4: It's my second favorite after Master of Puppets. What I realized and, and and in general, I mean like like fight fire with fire. Love it. Haven't heard it f- for a long time, and and I, I uh, for some reason I thought "Trapped Under Ice" is not a good song. It's a good good thrash song. I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's a,
3: <laughs> it's just not that bad. <laughs> it's not too bad.
4: I mean, just because. I mean, just because. But I do like the fact that it's like they got the fire and not then they just, got the it's
3: pretty ice. Good. It's not that bad. There's, um, there's, a lot,
4: there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot of stuff going on, but I do have. Uh, I I I come back to this too. Is I I'm a big. Fan of most of Metallica's, well, a few of their instrumentals. I mean, it became like we have to do an instrumental each album is a little, a little ridiculous. But the Call of Cthulhu, first off, are you re- Do you realize that they actually misspelled that on purpose because they didn't want to actually pr- bring out the beast or whatever? Like the actual Cthulhu, this is the thing they misspelled the beast to begin with. And the original title of The Call of Cthulhu, if I'm saying this wrong, was actually a two minute idea spread over nine minutes. This fucking song is, is way... Do you, do you, have you ever made it all the way through? Of course. You have? What? Come on.
0: As far as instrumental, I, I, look, you're the impatient one here. I don't know why that surprises you. Here. I look, I it
4: doesn't change. Orion is a goddamn masterpiece. Sure. Oh, as far as
0: change, look and stuff like again. That. You're kind of hearkening to the reasons that this comes in third amongst those first three for me. Hmm, I see. Look, it's well, not, I, I don't. It's not my fucking jam. I don't fucking cherry pick that song and throw it on a thumb drive and do a four-hour car, car ride to see Ron Keel. You know.
4: <laughs> anyway, so I went back and started listening to 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 Kill 'em All and, and Puppets yesterday and stuff like that, and listened to it over and over and again. But man, just dive into these again. It's 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 it shows how anybody that says Death Magnetic, by the way, anybody that says Death Magnetic, besides, besides the whole controversy about the, the the brick walling and all this stuff, Death Magnetic, I'll say it right now, the sonic boom of Metallica. There's I have heard versions of it on walled. It doesn't matter what you do. They're not good songs. And it shows that, that, that they, that's why they stopped and went a different direction. There's no way they could, they could, pe- they could beat these. Death by Deck is a shitty justice for all right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, got, I like, mean, a I, single like, song I... on that album.
0: I, I don't really listen to the, 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 the later records on, other than when they come out. <laughs> uh, even because uh, I do think they did an improvement with the, the last one. Uh, Three I, or four good songs. Yeah, it, look, but it, it, just nothing, nothing even good enough to harken me to go back to it. You know what I mean? Um, sure. so I don't know. It, you know. Like I said, when I'm in a Metallica mood, I tend to you know, start at the Black Album and go backwards. <laughs> you
4: know? uh, well, let's, talk, let's talk about the Unsung Hero, though. Fleming Rasmussen. Let's say you're a guy and you're born into the Rasmussen family. They name you Fleming. Is there any chance that you're connected to the biggest fucking thrash band in the world? Do you think that's gonna be your destiny? And is there any name more Danish than Fleming Rasmussen? Yeah. And it, three it, three! They say produced by Metallica, but he is on the credits of Bright the Lightning, Master of Puppets, and Justice for All. Even though there's no bass, Fleming Rasmussen. Gotta give it up.
0: I I, uh, I, I would like to actually see them do something with him again. But uh, as, as much as they swung from Bob Rock's nuts for two decades, why not, you know, go back? Especially if you're trying to do, go back to that kind of vibe, why not do something? But apparently uh, um, James doesn't like Denmark.
4: Uh, possibly so. Yes. I mean, I mean but, but also those three albums, I didn't know they were all by him for some reason. They all sound a little different. There's a guy that actually, he's not really the producer. He's there. But Fleming, the, the, the glue, the phlegm that held them together is Rasmussen.
0: Yeah, and uh, Master of Puppets. I don't think they've ever touched the guitar tone as a band that they got but on that's that the record. Perfectly
4: produced, that's a perfectly produced album, mm-hmm. I think. It has everything. They dialed it in. They should have just kept with the Rasmussen uh, studio and stayed there throughout their career. Perfect sound.
0: Yeah, it's, I think it's always good to mix up a little
4: bit, but... Uh... Nope. Just keep it the same. No. You fucking dial it in, you pump out exactly what I want from your brand, and you <laughs> keep going. You don't change a goddamn thing. Fuck your creativity. You please me.
0: Okay, so if you ever start a record label, I'm going to encourage nobody to sign with it. <laughs> Uh, you're exactly the type of record exec that I do not want. Uh, check out the Allison anyway. Chains Dirt uh, uh, episode on whatever. Never mind for more details on that. As far as you, your point to right. going down the rabbit hole, you 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 almost seem surprised. Uh, I'm almost surprised to hear that this is kind of a thing that that you you're almost discovering. Just because if I watch like a documentary, I'm suddenly watching. I'm listening to to the to the band that I just watched. If I read a book about Allison Chains, well, as a matter of fact. I, I just finished editing the uh, the Alice in Chains Dirt episode for whatever, never mind. And the two, the two weeks that I kind of spent needling around with that and, and the prep leading up to that, I've been doing kind of a deep dive on Alice in Chains lately. Um, but and all sorts of things will just set me off on a path where I kind of go back and that's when I typically would go. Like if, if somehow I got into a Metallica mood... Something would just trigger that. I would be going back. That would be the next time I probably listen to Ride the Lightning. You know what I mean? And Maybe today, just talking about it, it'll 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 spurn that. But yeah, to, to your answers, it happens all the time. I mean, I, th- I think it's it's pretty common for for music listeners to, to, especially when you got like you know how long have we been listening to music? You know, most of our lives we have these large collections. Plus, with the internet now, basically everything is is available to hear. So it, it's easy to to just all of a sudden to, I want to hear everything by ZZ Top today. You know.
4: I know what you're saying. Like I, that that happened was Easy Top a little bit too, and I watched that documentary. But I didn't have the same. I guess <laughs>
0: that, uh, not for me. That documentary sucked. Yeah, that was all right. It was well but, done, but it's a typical. It's that it's, that, it's so, that Banger Films guy, right? I don't understand Banger Films where they stop right
4: when things get almost get, like let's stop right when they release legs. Is basically
0: how yeah, stopped. And it's like, just, like, and then like, it's like, like and then they like. Their career is over. What the hell? I just uh, look, if you're going to focus on some, a more narrow period of time, it makes sense. But they went from the beginning of the band right up to basically them becoming huge or just stop stopped. right before that. You know, it's just yeah.
4: they, they did that with Alice Cooper, too. Basically, they didn't hit. They, they basically stopped right after the 70s. Like, like wow. nothing else had happened because this is the only interesting part of his career or whatever. Uh, which, by the way, another well done one. Yeah. All of a sudden ends.
0: Well, that but twisted point, sister though. one was probably the worst. They basically spent two hours not realizing they're explaining why they never got famous before they did, <laughs> and then they they don't they literally the, the thing fucking stops at what's what's the album right before uh, Stay Hungry? Is it Under the Blade? Whatever, it's the last record right before Stay Hungry, and then that's how it ends. Two hours of D and JJ French sucking their own dicks about playing cover gigs in Long Island. I just
4: you're definitely you're definitely underselling it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Twisted F and Sister
3: ah, maybe like made me no, like but, that
0: band less. Here, here's I guess
4: the only thing I would say about this. Yes, I, of course, all this is. By the way, you have nothing but twenty five episodes of triggers for you to go into your rabbit hole for all these 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 cool little little grunge cats you know now that i'm hitting the
0: top 10 it's it's more likely you know i i didn't do (laughs) as much as i like uh some of the early stuff uh i I didn't do no deep dives on uh oh fuck whatever some of the the more painful records like well deep six you know I, i haven't yeah Right. <laughs> I I didn't ultra mega okay didn't make me get into all my other Soundgarden records, but you know what, when I got to Super Unknown I kinda did.
4: Yeah. I, I guess my th- whole thing is, is composition wise, you know, Metallica, however you want to slice and dice it, um you know, their songs are much more complex, the early yeah. earlier ones, than than a lot of uh, their their ilk and whatnot. It just look, showed how well written it, and and compose and all those things, the songwriting structure of these songs were. So I guess that was what I took out of it as I was like, wow, Creeping Death has all those elements you would need and how great all that stuff gelled together in this little um, bit of time. So that's that's really what, I, what my takeaway was. I agree. You, you couldn't, I mean, it, you can't take this collection of, let's call it, Thirty tracks because you know they were all like eight album, eight
0: track albums or whatever,
4: and ever try to repeat that past justice, you just you just couldn't. Where do you go? Well, that's why thought. you kind of do that.
0: what they did with their career. I mean, right. it, it, I you can't look ACDC proved you can't do Back in Black ten more times, right? You know what I mean? They, they've they've tried, but yep. it, it, it's I think it's always best, even when you miss, even when you do reload, yeah, you, you, you just it's best to kind of just. Continue to, to to look to the next thing, you know, and that that's what I like about the Foo Fighters because even when I don't like a record, at least it seems like they're trying to challenge themselves and grow in a certain direction. You know what I mean? And uh, I just I, the great bands do that. Uh, and and so yeah, you know what? But every band their their peak is always kind of compressed into a small period of time, and and what you just kind of hope for, just good stuff beyond that. You know what I mean? Yep. Except for Poison. Yeah. Everything they did was, <laughs> it was they, they they peaked and then stayed there. <laughs> they did. They, they they were at least.
4: I you know that's the thing. I think I think they're 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 not given the respect that they were consistently exactly as good <laughs> as
3: they were from the beginning.
4: Holly weird baby, yeah. I mean, come on! How, if you put that, if you put that, Holly Weird next to, to the Cat Dragged In, <laughs> and nobody knows who the band was, they're like, "This is the same consistency of great material they put out since day
0: one." <laughs> they haven't lost a step. <laughs> <laughs> Episodes back about the insurrection at the Capitol, and and I don't need to kind of go back and rehash that because I think we covered all of our thoughts. There was something musically, I think that that I, we should get into here. Um, John Schaefer, the brains behind the band <laughs> Iced Earth, uh, which we actually uh, covered in our three hits from hell. Thanks a lot for that, by the way, Gene Vogel. Yeah. Now, now, Come on, we, now man. we have that. Could you have seen that coming? Schmear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're associated uh, with this guy now? On this respected show, you have ah. now <laughs> you have dragged us down, Gene Vogel. Our
4: sponsors have already dropped
0: us. <laughs> We mentioned a iced Earth record two years ago. Uh, John Schaefer, he was one of the people that was arrested uh, by the, you know he was he was actually there and stormed the Capitol. Um, let me read you the headline uh, that this fake headline that I found that that kind of sums it oh, all up. Uh, please, no way Trump could have got fewer votes in this election, says man who didn't vote. <laughs> uh, yeah, it turns it. out like a, a a lot of these guys like a lot of these guys that are getting arrested, they didn't even fucking vote. So you're you're. You're storming the Capitol to contest the the validity of an election that you didn't even take the time to fucking vote in. Uh, anyway, I'm trying to think of an analogy that involves Murphy beds. Hmm. <laughs> I see. Do they need a Murphy bed? Do they have Murphy beds in prison? <laughs> think how much space they could save. Perfect. That's our next industry.
4: We got it. Uh, well, what about the, then? The, the Murphy toilet too. The same same room, right? The prison. Yeah. You take a shit. Yeah, you, you
0: fold it up or back up. Yeah, come on. Uh, so yeah, we uh, now now we uh, we'll, we'll branch on into the prison market too. Hey, you're not gonna believe <laughs> podcasts are popular with inmates. Uh, <laughs> so all the best to you John Schaefer um, you're a man of integrity and credibility you, uh, you, you care about the country and our fabric that so much you won't eat you'll storm the fucking capital but you won't walk down to your local polling place and vote so I don't know I just thought that yeah. I like the juxtaposition anyway yeah I like that
4: and by the way John Schaefer uh, when you are or if you are in prison because I haven't really followed up be sure to check out episode 135, because uh, we we need the streams in that episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's listening to the goddamn thing. All right. Uh, moving on a little bit. Does the name Stephen Wilson mean anything to you? Uh, it has a little bit of a, a, a slight show reference, if you're not familiar with him.
4: Uh, yes. I believe he was a lovable curmudgeon neighbor of Dennis the Menace. Am
3: mm, I no, right? No,
0: no. Um, well, different the, Wilson? Yeah, different. <laughs> the funny thing is, he, Steve oh. and Wilson, You know, those are two kind of like... Uh, Oh, secondary level show mascots for us, but no. Stephen Wilson, he he has a song that appears on on the episode where uh, we talk about Craig Smith's Furniture, and uh, <laughs> okay. uh, as kind of a, a an olive branch, l- at least I'd hoped it would be that way. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I said, hey, we're going to talk about you on the show. What do we'll, you have a song you'd like us to play right after it? You can pick it. So he picked the Stephen sure. Wilson tune. Which I thought was amazing, Um, uh, but apparently uh, Stephen Wilson was in a band called Porcupine Tree. I just didn't know much about either of those, Uh, but Stephen Wilson made some recent headlines. Somebody asked him, I don't know, I'm not sure why, I I haven't heard the actual interview, but they asked him how the death of Eddie Van Halen affected him, and to to summarize, he basically said it didn't really affect him at all because he wasn't really a fan. He never really got into guitar shredders and stuff. He, he even got to the point where he's like, don't get me wrong, I respect his talent and, and, and the impact he made. I get why it matters, but just for me personally, it didn't really have much of an effect. A very reasonable response. to a. Qu- it's not like he's out there putting up billboards saying, I'm sure. Steven Wilson and Eddie Van Halen's overrated. No, he was right. asked a question and he answered it honestly. So Wolf Van Halen took to Twitter and said, this really disappoints me because apparently one of Porcupine Tree's records is one of his favorites of all time and I thought that was kind of like well what the fuck did you read what he said and the weird thing is he did because he mentioned it in his tweet where he said this is disappointing because I like this record but it is a bit of clickbaity when you look at what he actually said well, why right. why are you tweeting at all then? So then Stephen Wilson actually apologized to him um, on Twitter, of course. That's how we handle this stuff. He said, Dear Wolf, apologies. No disrespect was meant to your father, an extraordinary musician. I personally never owned any Van Halen records and didn't get into the style of playing. But he was clearly an incredible innovator. And um, Wolf, of course, responded. He said, Incredibly kind of you to say i meant no ill will in my previous tweets as i said the internet was exasperating what you had said as the internet tends to do still kind of you be well friend now wolf van halen has been dealing with an awful lot lately i don't i don't want to pile on on him about anything but I, i thought he is part of the exasperating that comment when he goes out and says i'm really disappointed about this don't you think
4: it is. And I just want to make sure it's not my connection or not. Are you shortening his name to Wolf Van Halen? Or are you say? Are you dropping the gang part? Yeah. Well, I you know, Wolf,
0: it? Wolfie. Yeah. He. I mean, that's what his Twitter name is, Wolf.
4: It is just Wolf. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I don't know too much yeah, I've, about Wolf. I've seen wolf, his mom tweet him and just call him Wolf. Okay. So we're going to to Wolf. All right. So you want my my feedback on Wolf?
0: Uh, wolf or Wolfgang? Whatever you're more comfortable with. Uh okay. you know, His friends call him Wolf, so you should probably call him Wolfgang. Sure. So so
4: Wolfgang. Um, I mean, it's just just the the oversensitivity of this is what I have to say, and also um, the whole. This is our culture now, but come on, man! If you got an issue with somebody, the way I think you just do it the right way is you you DM, throw them a DM, man. Yeah. Put anything out public if you're if you're some kind of if if Porcupine Tree is your favorite album and you got some issue with what he said, you want to work it out between men or just between human beings? You do it on the down low. You don't have to make it public.
3: Just hey.
0: Yeah, it's, and, it's and, and if your point was always the internet has blown this out of proportion, that's, a, put it on there. that's all you fucking say. Guys, what? this is no big deal. He, he just didn't. It's okay that somebody isn't a fan of my dad. Right. It's okay.
4: Yeah. Uh, no big deal. It's not like he. Pro- there's not too much shredding on his albums, I'm pretty sure. I mean, Steven Wilson didn't get
0: hammered and go into his own Nashville club, get up on stage and start ranting about Oprah being fat. No. Okay. That's not what happened. That's yet. out of line. Exactly. That's where you take it too far. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> he said, "I never got into that kind of playing." I, th- I don't know much about this guy's career, but that's not a very shocking statement. No. Exactly. So, I mean, come on.
4: It's not like it'd be the same thing as is me. You know, it's the same thing as like Rush. Respect him. Never really got into him. Was <laughs> that something I have to apologize for?
0: I think you should. Uh, all right, fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, think of all the things we don't apologize for.
4: That, that's what I mean. Like, uh, like, here's one right now. We're I'm just worse. Just say it right now. So, here, here's some, some things that I could say that are just as, oh, my God, like rough, is what is what uh, uh, Wilson said, if I may. Yeah, go you for ready? it. Ready? Okay. Vinyl. Eh, not that bad. Not superior, just different. Chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water, greater than melancholy and the infinite sadness. <laughs>
0: that's
4: for you, joy yeah. Here's one that's just straight to the point. Top Gun sucks.
0: Uh, I totally Never agree. Liked by the it. way, Tom Tom Cruise is not a good actor.
4: Uh, I, he's a good runner. He runs around a lot. Yeah. Good, good good, exercise guy, good good CrossFit <laughs> dude. Here's another controversial statement. Top Gun, it's a gay test. Val Kilmer oiled up
0: volleyball. Maybe, maybe I could go that way. <laughs> that's when Val Kilmer still had it. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. Guys, oof, come on.
4: You're right in the border right there. That's, 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 it'll take you over the line.
3: Another dream goes up in smoke. Huh.
0: more serious and and sort of salacious news in in the rock world is uh, some allegations have come out against Marilyn Manson that are pretty disturbing. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood uh, went to Instagram, uh, social media, of course, nowadays. She alleges years of abuse, brainwashing, manipulation into submission. She, in her words, done living in fear of retaliation, slander or blackmail. I'm here to expose this dangerous man. And call out the many industries that have enabled him before he ruins more lives. I stand here with many victims who may, lo- may no longer be silent. Now, I I I was debating whether or not we should talk about this on the show just because it's it's such a... A heavy thing, and we are a fairly light show i mean we, we we get into heavy stuff once in a while, but I do think it's it's just noteworthy enough that we at least have to get into the the, the topic of it. I will say i and I'm talking largely among about people who comment on this kind of crap online. Um, anybody that, that kind of comes back with, well, why did you marry him then? Um, why are you doing this on social media instead of calling the cops, all this stuff, do some research, get, get, get your fucking head out of your ass. There is a myriad of reasons. This type of uh, abuse it's just not handled well. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it, there, none of those are are fucking excuses that can't be explained if you actually dig in, and understand what's what's going on in these kind of scenarios. So, but I will say that the one thing that that. It seems to be kind of a thing happening now. Let me give you an example. Like, this is roughly my timeline on this. So, like, I think Thursday morning I wake up, uh, I see on Facebook the allegations have been made. Uh, So it's like 7 a.m. By 10 o'clock... Six other women have now said, yes, this all happened to me. By noon, he's released a statement saying uh, these allegations are misrepresentative of my of what, what he could, would call a consensual relationship. By 2 o'clock, you, you have his record label and his uh, agency dropping him. By 4 o'clock, Sharon Osbourne has something to say about it. By... Then the next morning I wake up and I find out overnight a welfare check was done at the request of a friend to see if Marilyn was indeed okay and didn't kill himself or something like that. It's just, I don't know anything about the situation. I I, I definitely want to be careful not to 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 deny victims their opportunity to, to stand up, and I don't want to blame them by any mean. But my Lord, in, in a matter of 24 hours, he's dropped by his label, dropped by his uh, um, representation, and we really don't have and, – and, and based on the information that we're being shared, there isn't much information for us to know. Maybe they do know more. Maybe they're like, fuck, it's time to really – maybe these people knew all about this all along and now they're stepping away. But to me, that has to be part of the story. Let, let, let's let this thing flesh out a little bit. Let, let, let it go. I'm I'm not trying to stop it or impede it, but my God, it's just, we are at this point now where once an allegation is made, it's fucking over. Where do you want me to go with that there, Bucko? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Again, I just, it, I really want to just make sure that we talk about it because it isn't, it's a big artist that we have talked about on the show. We, we Well, but, no,
4: that's important. That's important because of the fact that, uh, I mean, this is almost like the iced earth
0: you know, we have, we we just talked about that, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's a little easier to poke fun at that dude because he's a victim of his own stupidity. No, I know.
4: But I'm just saying, like, like, but but we need to be responsible for things that we've uh, featured on on our show. Yeah, I just said, and Manson was one of my top albums last year. So there's there's that that's on me right now. God damn it. <laughs> the um, but but no, but there's a couple of things that are disturbing about this. First off, if you are not familiar with Evan Rachel Wood, she's. I think she's a great actress. She's on uh, Westworld, HBO the last couple of years. That's when I became aware of her. That first shocked me the fact that she was even involved with Manson to begin with. Then I look at this thing, and before the whole thing about being everybody being canceled and going going into that, but you look at the timeline of this. Like, apparently they started dating in two thousand seven until two thousand ten. Looking at this, that means she was like she's like thirty three now. She's like what, twenty then. Yeah. He was like in his forties. At the time, and by the way, and going through his his uh, which I, he's kind of still going through, but that was when Manson was going through his penguin phase like from, the, <laughs> from the Batman movies and stuff like that. So that in between, if you've seen uh, Evan H. Rachel Wood, it's a very odd pairing to begin with. So there's something going on there. I, I always th- think it's terrible. Anybody that like doesn't do anything with what's happening to them for a long time, there's there's not like hey, why didn't you say something earlier? Listen, it's it's a fucked up situation. Yeah. Every, you know, everybody handles things differently. So, but. But what I'm talking and and I will say there's one positive thing about this about him being dropped from stuff is that that uh, Loma Vista uh, recordings dropped him and terrible pressing of that album so good get another pressing of that album out there like that I'm thrilled that Loma Vista has has dropped you so that's that's one one good thing on there making light of that.
0: A long road to take to get me a new pressing on my album, uh, <laughs> but, it all works out for LC. <laughs> that's right, that's what I mean. Well, I'm thrilled it, about that. D- d- this is to, to, to bet to my point, things have gotten so ridiculous that now Corey Feldman, as of this morning, has joined wow. the, the list of uh victims accusing Manson of uh abuse. Oh, why is that? I, I oh, literally th- this story was posted uh one this hour before we started today. Uh, So, yeah, Corey Feldman is accused with Marilyn Manson of decades long mental abuse from his albums. Yeah, that's what I was. That was my first thing. So in in a poorly all caps, this I don't know if this is a tweet. um, Oh, boy. The night Marilyn Manson tried to use and abuse me to as his play toy by trying to (sighs) manipulate me into breaking my five years of sobriety to snort cocaine with him while gaslighting me. For his press tours on mechanical an- animals, was where the decades-long mental and emotional abuse began. What is I, I'm not. What does gaslighting mean? Do you know? It's a term
4: that basically you're you're being.
0: It's almost like Stockholm oh, syndrome. Yeah. where You, you okay, think I'm, that I'm, you're, I'm, something
4: is reality when it's not because you keep getting. It's uh, political. I'm not
0: used to it being used <laughs> I, in this way. I was no. thinking some kind of weird sex act because it's Marilyn Manson. You know? oh, okay.
4: I'm sorry. That's, you would think you would have something, uh, some no, device okay, called I know that. What the term gaslighting means.
0: Yeah. All right, all right. We, That's terrible. We, we just went through this. four I, years of it. I think that we
4: started, <laughs> need to do our apologies now And we, uh, at this point. We, we have, we're going down a pretty bad path
0: right yeah, now. Yeah, I guess. Look, I, I, just Corey Feldman jumping in on this just seems— Well, of course. I mean, Corey Feldman, I mean, it is an unfortunate.
4: All these things are terrible. First off, these things are terrible, however you deal with things in your life. But Corey Feldman, I think, has just been— is like the poster child for abuse, right? It's He's like, clearly like every,
0: a victim of some sort of everything.
4: Every single person in Hollywood has been involved. This guy just needs to stay home, <laughs> like, <laughs> like like that, because there's been some terrible stuff with that guy. And and I have to say that I want to apologize to Corefield myself because you came to Colorado three years ago with your little touring. I that remember show.
0: that, and you did not go.
4: I did not go to see it. And what was that thing called? That guy is amazing. Oh, what my was God. With the it, and he it, loved
0: it. it with something in his Angels or something? God. Oh, my God. Look, amazing. All the videos and stuff. Yeah, I musically, mean, that guy is glorious.
3: They try to get you down. They put you off the ground. They leave you lying. Then they're broken and they make a sound. Don't notice them? They check your life again. Make you pick for my sister. Nobody notice them. It's all over. No hope in life, so what you gonna do? Every shot flies from exposure. So what? What have you got to lose? We got nothing to lose, so baby, baby, let's go for it. Come on, let's go for it. We got nothing to lose, so baby, baby, let's go for it. Come on, let's go for it.
0: I know we're in an instant world right now, but, like, if there are five or six other uh, victims that are going to come out and, and echo uh, Evan Rachel Wood's statement, don't you think it takes more than a couple hours for us to get that news? Like, who? Yeah, who are? The, I guess. I guess it's all
4: social media right now. But also what it leads to me to believe is let's say that I'm a business and I have some product that I'm selling and I know internally this shit causes cancer. I'm just throwing this out as an example. Right. And then finally something comes out that says this shit causes you cancer. Then you immediately have to like, if you're somebody that buys it and everything like that, you're like, okay, I knew this was happening for a long time, but now that it's out, I got to just, I got to, I can't be connected to this company anymore. Yeah. Then I'm buying this product from, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, almost, and you're, like, you're talking more
0: relevance. about the, 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 label dropping them and the, the representation all, and stuff. Well,
4: yeah. All that stuff. It's like, to me that what that means is they kind of knew or they knew these rumors were out there and then yeah. all of a sudden they're like, okay, now we got, it. we gone. There's, you know what that, I mean? That's like, a good that's, point. That's, so in
0: a way that, 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 almost validates everything that's being said. Correct. And that's yeah. what makes
4: it even worse is these, the, probably the, all these companies that, that immediately vanished mm-hmm. knew this shit was going on. Just like, you know what I mean? Well,
0: so and right there is your maybe. answer to those internet trolls that go like, why didn't you go to the police? well because for decades this is how this shit gets pushed aside do some yeah. fucking it's not hard to find a story of well a fucking stanford swimmer who was caught in the act by two people getting a 6 day sentence in jail for raping a passed out woman because in the judge's words he didn't want this one act to ruin this guy's life uh-huh. It's like, well, what about the woman he raped, who whose life is forever changed now? Do you give a fuck about that? Those type of stories are out there over and over and over again. And a lot of times it's just easier to be silent about it.
4: Let's say this all comes out that it's all true. And now is the whole thing with Michael Jackson that yeah. you can still hear Michael Jackson at Chuck E. Cheese playing in the background when you have these, these information, yeah. this information out there and you see it at every kind of thing. Do we make that disconnect between artist? the artist and the creativity that, that they made. You know, there there's, but, in, but on this one, you could almost say like, this is almost like if this comes out, that's like when it's, Somebody that 's not such a disconnect from between a michael Jackson and and things that are out there between Manson and this is almost like I told you the guy was Satan
0: yeah <laughs> yeah he he definitely has projected an image of, of being kind of a creepy weirdo, um, yeah, so not in that sense maybe they 're not the most surprising allegations if that 's your point, but i i 'm okay with individuals making that decision themselves if if they want right. to like if you want to listen to Michael Jackson or whatever, that, that's probably the best example on your own. That's fine. But I do have a problem with sports stadiums playing th- thriller during breaks, uh, Chuck E. cheese, I, I, Michael Jackson's music being used in commercials to me that's where you draw the line. I don't think that's too heavy a price to pay that his music doesn't get on the radio or in commercials anymore. Well, that's um, what I'm saying. But it, a lot of that stuff still exists. You don't have to delete everything. You know, The music it can still be out there and available for those who want to go get it, but I, I definitely don't think it needs to be used in, in that kind of pop culture phenomenon where you can't escape it. I think that should be a no-brainer with with yeah. Manson. If, if, if especially if, if these things play out the way it looks like it's going to with Michael Jackson and, and so many others. You know what I mean?
4: We're just reporting the news, having a conversation about it. Sometimes it's not not the most fun to talk about it. And it sucks when, when – not the Manson's a hero of mine and stuff like that, but – but can can we just can we just have all of our celebrities and rock stars be perfect human beings and not do anything bad? Because that's what I would like going forward. Just
0: so I don't have to to have to have these kind of discussions on the show or ever. Yeah, th- please. That's that's the goal, right? You know, I yeah. you know, I, I, I talk about uh, watching football with me. I remember when Adrian Peterson had some fairly. Uh, I don't know, negative allegations against him regarding how he disciplined his children. And I remember yep. I just looking at my wife going, can you just take the fucking ball and run? That's all. Why do you have to? Why does this have to be part of it? You know what I mean? Yes. And 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 uh, hopefully that little chuckle <laughs> break the ice a bit here. Sometimes yeah. it's just like, why does everybody have to be such a fucking piece of
3: shit?
4: There you go. That's my point. Do all, all, all of our celebrities and, and, and musicians. Come on, musicians, John Schaefer. Just, just, yeah, come on. Just, just stay off the Capitol grounds. Go play your guitar. Sing your little songs. Go back to sleep. Wake up and do it again for me. Don't change your producer. <laughs> Keep things exactly as I like them for, my, for your career. And be a goddamn robot. As soon as, as, soon as you plug into what, what, what I enjoy... Particularly me, L.C., you stick to things, and you don't leave the house. You don't
0: interact yeah. with anybody else. Yeah, stay Got home, it? Corey Feldman. Things aren't working out that's for right. you in the outside world. That's but, it. Uh,
4: that's, the, that's our thing. Is, 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 is Our advice today is stay home, Corey Feldman.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I think that's a great way to end it. Uh, you want to get okay, out of here, man?
4: I do. I, it was a little uncomfortable, but we're here. Let's go. <laughs> let's, let's do this. Rock's not
0: dead. It just sounds like it because Bob Ezrin produced it.
3: We're going to do what they say can't be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I am i just watch your bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal, some never mind them breaks. Let it all hang out, cause we got a run to make. The boys are thirsty in Atlanta, and there's beer in Texarkana. And we'll bring it back no matter what it takes. we gonna do what they say can't be done We've got a long way to go And a short time to get there I'm eastbound just to watch old bandit run
4: We can just do the Metallica thing, that's fine
0: Yeah, what's wrong?
2: Nothing. nothing. The dog
4: fucking threw me off. It did.
2: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football